0: Hey, it's our week off, but we're still coming to your phone. You thought we were taking a week ha, off. Ha, ha, Tricked ya. Not really. We're actually taking a week off. Swiper no swiping. No, we're not really taking
1: a week. I mean, we're not. Hey!
0: It's surprise a, Sunday drop. It's trashy divorces, but it's a surprise. It's a it's a bonus. It's not our standard formula. We're we're putting in some different stuff. We hope you are enjoying our weekend off. We are not. We are currently Marie condoing
1: the F out of this home. So We've taken a quick little break. It's our last
0: time recording in the room that we've been recording in.
1: In the room where it happens. The room oh, where it happens. The, the room zone where it too, happens.
0: You know, I have to it's going to be weird edit this.
1: Anyway. So, today we're coming at you just to a give you a little reminder. Season 2 coming back next week. Do we drop a do we drop a hint?
0: It's about some tra it's about a pair of, it's a trashy father and a trashy son and you will know these names. I wanna be like you, Dad. Cats it's,
1: in the cradle it's and a silver spoon. It's basically a. There you go. Sad, sad set of stories. We'll work on that for a week. Anyway, <sighs> what are we doing this week? A little something we special. We
0: Have opted to grab a couple patron clips. clips. We do this thing on Patreon that we call Trashy Tidbits, where we, we do. sort of follow up on stories from our episodes, and so we've had things like. Rudy Giuliani employs a pedophile priest who happens to be the pedophile priest who helped him annul his marriage. Like, it's cool, right? Right. <laughs> so- uh, about Sixth the Musical.
1: I yes. wish I'd known about yep. Sixth the Musical currently running in West End. That tickets are eight quid. You guys, if you're in London, go see this musical and tell me all about and it. And it's going to Chicago. It is going to Chicago. Hi, Larissa. I can't <laughs> wait to get your report on Sixth the Musical. Um, Anthony Weiner is back Like we're just sort of following up
0: on stuff That you know Normally
1: this is midweek after we've had a cocktail With you know what I really wish I would have said Right This week we also if you haven't caught it If you're not following us on social Which is where we drop this We're on Twitter at Trashy Divorces Facebook at Trashy Divorces There is a Trashy Divorces discussion group too On Facebook which is kind of fun We're at Trashy Divorces on Insta If you missed all those because you don't follow social media. Be sure to go to Patreon.com, Trashy Divorces. I did a follow-up episode this week that we dropped and made all access about the trashy relationship of Zelda Stare and Scott Fitzgerald and Ernest Hemingway.
0: It was quite the triangle. I did did not know that.
1: Like, that's the extra 40 minutes that would never fit in an episode. right. But listeners, for anybody who really is Team Zelda, please go check that out because I was remiss in leaving Ernest out as a crux in part of that demolition and breakdown. So there's the the other half of the story.
0: Sure. Yeah, we've got. We're, I think we're. I think we're gonna clip in uh, a little follow up on the Charles and Die story. We, we are. So today you're gonna hear a few clips. Oh, no! Astrology is like. Oh, if you're. Hashtag Team Stacy on the astrology about the thing. astrology eye roll. Um, perhaps it will delight you. Hey, if you're
1: hashtag Team Alicia <laughs> and thinks that there may be thirty seconds of valid in this, or just enjoy Stacy's eye roll. I promise, good listeners on both sides of the fence for what you're going to hear. Uh, no, today we're clipping in a little Patreon bonus stuff in yep. astrology little follow-up about Charles and Diana. Yep. And maybe one about Six the Musical because I'm obsessed. Sure. But if you like what we're doing here, please consider joining us on Patreon for as little as two bucks a month. You get shout-outs at different levels. You get stickers and swag. We're going to be mailing our... Oh my God! They're so good. Super cool new stickers that came in to our new patrons next
0: week. Oh, and we'll have a store up next week too. It's very exciting. We will have a store up next week by the time season two goes live. Shirts, and if you need a onesie (laughs) for your baby, for your baby, for your trashy baby, or your dog, oh, that says trashy. Or your cat.
1: Let's not discriminate against pets, pigs, oh, squirrels.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Uh, yes, your squirrel. If you need a onesie, a Trashy Divorce is a onesie for your squirrel. We can accommodate that. Anyway, I guess it's a big squirrel, though. That's a very, it's an upsettingly large squirrel. I don't
1: think the onesie would fit Bethany's kid. She's like <laughs> Shrek, right? Anyway, uh, consider joining us there. Like Two bucks a month, you get all the fun behind the scenes. We've normally had a cocktail, drinking goodies, and... Other smart ass musings uh, sure. of our imagination. Sure. So we're back next week for season two. Stacy, do we have anything else to tell the people before um, they get this new da 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 da? We breaking are breaking
0: bunk science. Well, we are aware that we forgot to shout out new patrons uh, in our last episode and we were will doing be everybody, everybody in the season two premiere. Yep. Done and done. Y'all. So stay tuned. Stay tuned.
1: You know what? It may be worth doing a poll. Team Alicia, Team Stacy. Do you eye roll? Do you believe in it? I don't know. no astrology. I think you will find clever listeners that Stacey went in with a smart ass idea that turned out to be real science. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> ah, no. After that, we'll clip in some more Patreon bonus stuff. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you're looking forward to season two like yep. we are. Thank you for every download. Thank you for sharing us with your friends. Yep. Thank you for all the good buzz We have had Give me an adjective that describes How magnificent season one has been
0: Monumentific (laughs) stuporific, Which I think might actually be a word In medicine Um, Joyous, incredible
1: um, Top of the charts I like it that you're really getting into this made-up whole oh, yeah. new science you I got. mean, this I podcast
0: is nothing if not Pimpossible.
1: Ah, <laughs> we're going to leave it on Pimpossible. It's Trashy Divorce's code word.
0: Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yep.
1: We'll check you back next week for season two. It's going to be big. And the silver spoon, little boy blue and the man in the White moon. House. Enjoy. Bye. Patreon. Bye. Hi patrons, it's hey, another fine episode Hello patrons For you today,
0: I'm excited about this Yeah, no, I know you are, I'm also excited about this because Yeah, I, I'm excited about this because I get to share Once again, feel like my sarcasm has made me look like a genius so. Well, I get
1: to share with the world what mm-hmm. exactly how much of a smartass you are Yeah, yeah which is pretty mm-hmm. It's pretty fun, it's pretty fun, I really, I enjoy showcasing As do I All the ways in which Basically, you are my favorite smartass My
0: favorite thing is just being a smartass Okay, listeners, you know
1: if you've listened to, you know, half of an episode where I've done a story,
0: <clears throat>
1: I am probably going to throw in some astrology. And for those listeners who do not appreciate that, some of you do. Hey, thanks. we we
0: know, yeah, plenty of you are really into that. We get it.
1: For the ones who are not into that, Stacy's eye roll that you can see through the podcast. Hashtag Team Stacey. <laughs> uh, we know a lot of you guys like. Her eye roll that you can see through the podcast too And they say this isn't a visual medium
0: It's weird, but I'm pretty sure that conveys, yeah So
1: after, I don't know, somewhere Up 9, up 10 Where I maybe got really into it (sighs) You decided to come up with some I made a chart
0: Bunk science of your own I made a chart Talk to the people, Stacey So, you know, (laughs) each sign has an element Mm -hmm. uh, Of which there are four That is true So I developed what we have come to call Nostrology. No, no, Nostrology, Nostrology. So Nostrology (laughs) is essentially a, it's a fresh look at what happens when the elements, the earth, air, fire, water, elements collide in a trashy divorces way. So this is the unveiling. It's the unveiling. We have a graphic... Of
1: it, which will be posted? We'll post the graphic, the unveiling of the trashy divorces and astrology chart. Yep. Uh, doo-doo,
0: doo-doo, doo-doo. <that's> trashy that that's that's divorces that's
1: that's that's will not be held responsible for your interpretation, misuse, or reading of this chart.
0: Alicia, do you know what happens when a well uh, water and a fire sign get married? When a water and a fire sign get married? No, I. Don't. They turn to steam. You want to know what couples we have? This um,
1: season that we've covered, steamy couples that are steamy couples. Tell me, tell me. Ike and Tina. Okay. Elron Hubbard and his second wife Sarah, See, sex cult, magic goddess.
0: The he had too many wives and I can't keep track, so I can't even evaluate whether that's no second solid. one. Sex cult. I have I have steamy. nicknames Is for all. Steamy? Oh, yeah.
1: steamy. sex cult, magic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eric Clapton and Patty Boyd. Seem- yeah. Steamy. As well as
0: mm-hmm.
1: Henry the Eighth and my third favorite queen. Catherine Parr, oh. there's your steam.
0: Interesting, pretty cool, huh? I I think with Icantina, Boyle might have been oh, better. Thirty six cents. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about Fire and Earth. What a What do they make? Fire and Earth. <laughs> when they get married, they form lava. And just as a, an interjection, um, we have close friends who are a fire and earth relationship, and. Alicia's been very clear with them that despite their years of happy marriage, it is obviously in the stars that they will break up. You are a lying liar.
1: <laughs> Our very good friends, Red and Machete. Red and Machete. We, I may have been talking about astrology at brunch uh, this past weekend. We're and
0: people who brunch.
1: Brought up what a horrible idea fire and earth couples were together <laughs> before I realized the couple I was talking to. Uh, to disclaim just a little bit, Every, we have, we have something in every one of your smart ass holes in this chart from a couple that we have done. Smart ass holes? That sounds dirty. It's trashy divorces. <laughs> so, earth and fire. Lava. We, 100%. Now, I know you think this is all bunk science. However, red, I would have picked for fire all damn day. Machete, no way. He's got another ascendant in his chart that is not earth, and I actually have... Taking upon myself to do their charts just so I can prove I'm right. Anyway, our lava couple that was featured this season on Trashy Divorces. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anthony mm-hmm. Weiner and Huma Abedin. I mean, uh, too too hot lava. to handle for sure. Yeah. they Lava got changed around a little. It it went through a few phases, yeah. Pottery, glass. Lava, I think, represents pretty well. It's more elemental. It's a little bit more elemental.
0: Yeah, we did do some work to try to make these actually vaguely illuminating about potentially illuminating. Well, cuz bunk science has
1: to sound real. Well, and these are all
0: <laughs> these are all like no, these are all psychological constructs that allow us to infer meaning. There you go. Accurate or not. So tell me about our
1: air and water couples I have for season 1. Um, Newton Callista. Well,
0: air and water obviously creates fog. Oh. And anything involving Newt Gingrich obviously includes substantial amounts of fog because it must obscure all sorts of horrible defects there about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah Ferguson and Prince Andrew are a fog couple. You know, too, another as couple well. that, yeah, it's like not quite clear what their relationship is. That's and cool. L. Ron Hubbard and his third wife, Mary Sue. Is too- she the one who maybe dead? I
1: what I don't. No, she's the one who went to prison for him, the third oh. wife, with uh. all of his corrupt crimes. So that was probably a little foggy. Yeah, so she was covering for him. Basically, she yeah. was the fog. Great. So, so far in our cross elemental elemental schemes, yeah, yeah, we have steam, steam, lava, uh-huh. fog. Mm-hmm. We have one more element to cross: air and earth. What you got?
0: Uh We have a sandstorm. <laughs> Cover your eyes. So sandstorm interesting
1: uh Rudy Giuliani uh, and Judith Nathan Judith huh? Giuliani yeah, I should say nah. Ugh. Uh, Charlie Sheen and Denise Richards sandstorm yeah,
0: like, yeah
1: and blew them away here's a tricky little tricky trick thing Wallace Simpson and her second husband Ernest Simpson and the Prince of Wales are... Both. So she at, had two marriages in Sandstorm. She wow. left a Sandstorm to go to a Sandstorm. Wow. Just a royal one.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, that seems like how their life played out, too. But well, we're not done. No, we're not done. We're not done. We got so, a couple more. We got a couple more. Crosses. What sort of
1: bonus features did you add to your nostrology chart?
0: <laughs> well, no, we're not done yet. We've got Aaron Fire, uh-huh. which obviously is, oh. a, is explosion. Aaron Fire, explosion. Zelda Fitzgerald and Scott Zelda oh, Sayre, lots, lots of fire, and Scott Fitzgerald. Um, hey, you know what happens when uh, and when an Earth sign marries a Water sign? Tell me, they get muddy, They turn to <laughs> mud. Uh, our
1: mud couples, mud couples, Charles and Diana. Yeah, that was yeah. Jim and Tammy Faye. Oh. Well, they're they're just dirt bags. So <laughs> Joey and Mary Joe Batafucco, dirt
0: bags too, and Henry VIII and his first wife. Catherine of Aragon. Mm, well. Yeah. Not sure how to really evaluate Henry VIII's first. I,
1: please see episode one. 20 plus year I, long
0: marriage. I, I I can do that for you. Um, <laughs> hey, you know what happens when a water sign marries a water sign? They drown.
1: <laughs> George Harrison and Patty Boyd were double waters. Yeah, it seems right. Yeah. And Margaret Mitchell and her first husband Red Upshaw. Shaw. Or double waters. Remember, he got run out of town town on on a a rail. rail, Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, what you got? Couple of fire signs burned
0: alive.
1: Alec and Jocelyn Wildenstein. Wow. Wow. Yep.
0: Interesting. Hmm. And you call it bunk science, but keep it up. Keep it up. I call it a a psychological construct that allows us to infer meaning on the world. Um, And another
1: way to show off your superior smartass skills. Couple of earths. Yeah. Oh, hold on.
0: Henry Eighth and Anna Cleves, buried alive, which actually she avoided being buried alive there.
1: Smartest wife there was. But
0: she was... They were actually only married very briefly, right? Less than a year, six yeah. months. Like, yeah. it was
1: done before it... Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, seriously. couple Anna of Cleves. Couple of girl. heirs.
0: We also... We have a couple of heirs as friends. Oh, we couple do have, have a couple of
1: heirs as friends.
0: Floated away. Floated away. Our floated away couple,
1: Sunny and Cher.
0: See, that one... Of all of these, that's the one I think that makes the most sense to me. Really um, not Alec and Jocelyn Wildenstein? Okay, Burned Alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I think you created this as a smart-ass
1: thing. Oh, I did. I did. Listeners,
0: tell me if there's not some merit in her bunk science. We'll be applying no astrology. But no, like with Sunny and Cher, <laughs> they, they, their relationship was built on this dream that, like, against all odds, they were able to achieve. Yeah. But then, like... They're just... Anyway, but it didn't work out. The marriage didn't work out, obviously, but... I can teen a steam. Boyle. It'll burn you. Yeah. Please keep talking. Keep talking to prove
1: how accurate your nostrology is for trashy divorces. It
0: is a psychological construct on which... (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I... Like, earlier in my life, I was far more sort of into Zodiac-type stuff. Like, I have a lot of sort of... Baseline knowledge sure. of it. I just don't, at this point in my life, take it that seriously. It's fun to roll my eyes when you bring it up. I mean, it doesn't certainly doesn't rule my life, but it's way
1: easier to build into a profile of our couples than Myers Briggs. Oh sure, or Enneagram, yeah. or DISC, or anything else that I may find some insight. I'm a psych major, man. Right, right. Personality insight to me is fantastic. Sometimes, yeah. Nobody
0: knows this. No, sometimes
1: I do the numerology of the couples. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the most interesting numerology mix. Maybe that's season two sure. sure. I don't know what kind of smart ass ideal you'll plan for that.
0: oh i'm I'm already... numerology <laughs> I'm already picturing like you having a tarot table at, at live shows. I mean <laughs> who wants a reading? But we'll have our own trashy divorce. No, we'll who? design that.
1: Who am I to be unhumble enough and proud enough in the world to go, hey, uh, anything that can happen can give us an insight. It just depends on the way it blows our skirt that day. Like, that's the thing. Like, what? let's get our insight from whatever we can. Yeah. We recommend citing real news sources in the world. (laughs) However, I don't know. It's kind of, there you go. There's your, there's your nostrology.
0: I think in terms of storytelling, it does require again the inference of meaning. you know like storytelling sure. takes a lot of a lot of angles you you squeeze a lot of things into uh, how you present your case for a particular thing and and I don't there's nothing wrong with using astrology that way. Well, and I hope one of the things our listeners can appreciate
1: about our blend and trashy divorces is that you and I tell 180 g- degrees different apart it's stories. Pretty true. Which lends it a nice balance. I think so. I think. So there you go. There you go. All no, right. No, no,
0: no astrology, no astrology. Well, that was our, that was our, uh, that was our astrology update for our patrons with just a very limited amount of tree cutting happening in the neighbor's yards. Stacy, <laughs> you're a funny girl. If I have not told you today,
1: which I think I already have about 45 times, <laughs> you're a funny, funny girl. Uh, thanks. Um, Thanks for coming up with some new bunk science for sure, me. Sure, sure. To play well, on in season two. Yeah, I can't no, wait. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll certainly be consulting my astrology chart every time you <laughs> tell me your story. <laughs> hey, patrons, y'all are the best. You are Thanks the best. for supporting us. Absolutely. We
1: appreciate you more than you know. Everybody have a kick-ass weekend. Yep. Go shine. Go shine. Shine your stars. Shine your stars in the
0: galaxy. Shine your shoes so they're pretty when you walk outside to reach up to the stars. Don't work. Bye, y'all.
1: Keep it trashy.
0: Ha! I'm waving. <laughs> it's a visual Audio medium. Audio visual
1: medium. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Trashy tidbits. Boom goes the dynamite. And we'll never be royal.
0: Trashy tidbits. Episode one. Yeah, we're going to recap some uh, some some royal stuff because we've learned more and people have volunteered more. and
1: That's the truth.
0: We've even received emails at trashydivorces at gmail.com. We have. So, Elizabeth, you're mm-hmm.
1: totally straight up correct. Elizabeth uh, sent in a super nice email with contributions about Tammy Faye Baker. That we'll probably talk about on the next episode But apparently she was really bent And worked up about Wallace Simpson
0: And it sounds like she has good reason Oh Do you have the email open because I can I can read it I don't might.
1: but I don't have permi- her permission to read it yes. So I was just going to talk about it kind of ambiguously Perfect So she talked about how upset she was Nazis, about Nazis y'all Nazis <laughs> yeah. And I had to reply back like Okay what about Wallace And Elizabeth made some really good points Wallace did sell out her friends. She was a big user of people and she chose her miserable life in account of her own greed and fucking Nazis. And hmm. she might not have said fucking Nazis. I might have at no she just said Nazis because You
0: added the fucking Nazis. Yeah. Legit. The
1: the British government sent Wallace and Edward to be ambassadors of like Bermuda or something, and they hated because it, it was warm. And she still wore her jewels every day and shit. But they tried to get him out because he was sort of flirting. I mean, keep in mind they've only been the Windsor since nineteen oh, no, eleven. Like, yeah, they're they're the Gobergs. Um, they speak German. They are German. There's a very distinct tie. There's a lot of stuff about this uh, out there where, yes, Elizabeth, you are correct, they may have been fucking Nazis. I'm pretty sure that's the truth, but I tried to steer away from it in my story.
0: Yeah, and again, I mean, I think I mentioned, I think I made a King's Speech joke uh, in the episode itself. You did. Um, And I feel like it was addressed that, it's been a long time since I saw the movie, but I feel like maybe Churchill tells the new king like thank god your brother's gone because he would have sold us out to to oh yeah something you know well here's the deal
1: okay so this is more than i'd come prepared to talk about but i do know this because i did a shit ton of research and i love this story wallace and edward went to germany And recorded by Hitler and all of his ministers. And they used the title of Your Highness for her. Oh. Which she was never never allowed, not allowed, not going to happen. Yeah. Nobody, nope, nope. So the. So there was a lot of. Germans pre war kind of like. They're all cousins.
0: Seducing going on, some flattery. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And they remained very friendly with Germans many of whom were uh, baddie bad guys for (laughs) a long time. So, yes, Elizabeth may have just mentioned in her bullet point list a number of times Nazis, and I may have made a gentle correction back. I think you mean fucking Nazis. Sure. Because I wanted to talk about it, but I hesitated because... We're focusing in on the trashy divorces, which is sometimes the hardest part. But you have other stuff about Diana that came up.
0: Well, about Charles, in fact. (coughs) Um, (coughs) Charles. We had
1: no idea that that would delight everybody as much as it did, but I'm going to pause and shut up. Do it again. (coughs) (coughs)
0: Charles. (coughs) Charles. (coughs) That's my Lord (coughs) Mountbatten uh, impression. It's who so I've amazing. never I've never heard him speak. I don't know. He probably sounds nothing. Oh, like I that. think he sounds exactly like that. <laughs> cool. Anyway, cool. so so Charles. there there was this thing where like we talked about in the episode where there was speculation that Mountbatten wanted Charles to court and marry his granddaughter. Yes. And then Mountbatten <laughs> was assassinated by the Irish Republican Army. Correct. So it turns out that Charles actually proposed to her. What? Her name is Amanda Natchbull. Natch. It's <laughs> a little weird because Mountbatten is Charles' great uncle. So I don't know, but I know, whatever. Oh, God. This is why that they, even
1: blows my family h- I know it's. On chart-
0: it's why they all have hemophilia. We'll
1: have to work that out for the I don't, trashy crumb episode. I don't know
0: that any of these people have hemophilia, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know um, what you're saying. <laughs> anyway, so Mountbatten <laughs> was assassinated by the Irish Republican. An army, and apparently around this time, Charles proposed to her. They Mm. were going to take a trip to India together, or something like that. Like he was ready to close that deal. Was that that like a
1: bonded in grief kind of thing?
0: Do you think? I don't think it was. She rejected him. Oh, because her her you know diplomat general whatever her her famous political grandfather had just been murdered. For political and she was reasons like, Yeah I don't think so Yeah and she was like I don't know if the royal family Is where I'm gonna feel safe Very much like I think I mentioned to you That Carolyn Kennedy I saw her Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know someone asked Why she doesn't run for office And she was like Cause I'm a Kennedy And in my family Running for office Means you get assassinated Like not hey, cool you know
1: what Lady Amanda Natchville Gets a gold star from us Because there's been Some ultimate detriment Within this particular story So, I'm sorry. Had you wrapped up? I don't want to cut you off.
0: Uh, Yeah, she is apparently Lady Amanda Patricia Victoria Ellingworth. Oh. These days. She's a British social worker who holds a portfolio of directorships. Oh, good for her. There you go. Oh, this is so funny because Diana was a kindergarten teacher when Charles met her. Her early career was in UK social work specializing in children's services and child protection. Aw. Well... Sounds like he kind of has a type a little bit, good on you, amanda yeah. lady Amanda. Cheers, cheers, cheerio,
1: okay, so one other wrap up mm-hmm. <laughs> royal wrap up royal recap, I mean royal recap. I have a just a few different lines to go down, so I may have gotten tipsy the <laughs> tipsy the other night and called my mom. Oh. <laughs> Hey, Mom, you know, have you checked out Trashy Divorces yet? Dear listener, my mother is not a Patreon subscriber and should not hear this, and if so, we may yank this episode, so listen fast. Enjoy! I, Stacy. I don't know what the fuck got into me. However, so I mentioned to her, like, some of the ones that may be good. She sends me a text message the next morning. I have listened to your podcast. <laughs> I found it very enjoyable. That's nice. But I have some corrections for you.
0: Well, (laughs) it's your mother. So apparently,
1: the thing that she remembers about (coughs) Charles and Diana (laughs) is the test of Diana's virginity. And how like Vegas odd makers were going on, was she a virgin? Was she not a virgin? Apparently, this rule has been relaxed. It's been in place since Victorian times. Sure. There's a lot of controversy about it. There's an interesting article in Vanity Fair about it. What I think is...
0: Hel- Go the ahead. The odds that Will and Kate... Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm sorry. waity, Katie? She waiting around for... It? Come it's on, Anne the Boleyn. the 21st century. Uh-huh. The odds that Will and Kate spent their first night together after their wedding is no that's not how that happened it didn't happen in tutor times charles and camilla of course had
1: <laughs> okay so here's the other weird thing i didn't mention it and i really should have in the episode but i'm glad i didn't because i get to talk
0: about it now wait wait like can i interrupt really quickly yeah you said they didn't do this in tutor times
1: they I could, did do this. Like, oh, they
0: did. I was going to say, I could swear I've seen a, a film of Elizabeth I where they check her virginity or something.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is okay. a thing. This is
0: a big it's thing. It's a bullshit thing,
1: but it's. So good. my mother decided to tell me about the big news being the check on Diana's virginity. And the problem with Camilla wasn't that she was Camilla, she wasn't a virgin. And that's why she was X'd out of consideration.
0: That sounds about right. But how... Apparently there's been a law since is that like just 1890. The, is that just the whisper? Would, would that just have been the whisper mm. in in the circles that that the queen would know that Camilla, whatever her maiden name was, was not a virgin?
1: Yeah, apparently Diana's uncle Fermoy uh, put a thing out in the press that diana was a virgin like i'm not kidding okay in the uk there's no statute that mandates a royal bride to be they didn't even write
0: their constitution
1: down in fact the only official marriage law is the 19 the royal marriages act of 1772 which requires any descendant of george ii to ask the reigning monarch for permission before he proposes Because marriage is in the royal family. But this is the thing. You had to ask Henry VIII's permission to get any kind of marriage in a lord or lady. like Right, in the court. Exactly.
0: So, apparently. Well, somebody must have broken that rule, which is, and so Parliament was like, nah, we're going to make it a law then.
1: That's exactly right. Like, where you had to marry royalty. After all the, nah, scurrilous nonsense, and then Charles, and let's, anyway, not the point. Two points. (laughs) Diana Spencer. Yes. Is actually related to Mary Boleyn, Anne Boleyn's sister. What?
0: Which means she's related to Anne Boleyn?
1: Uh, Through the Carey line. So it's a different sort of, it's a different descendant through her husband. But Mary Boleyn and William Carey had a child. That begat the son of the Lord that took the the blah blah blah. You know what? Okay, but um, apparently, God, you know this. royal starfuckers are not new. So I know I talked about this in the Henry VIII episode that the court scandal and the court drama and all the court family factions. Which, if you really want to get into like Tudor nerd history, I can go down because it's it's all there. But apparently, Diana's paternal ancestors had been ass-kissingly enthusiastic courtiers. Uh, They first tried to get previous ancestor engaged. Um, Hold on. The current Earl Spencer states in his family memoir, The Spencers, in the late 1720s, his distant ancestress Sarah, Duchess of Marlborough, who, what? Had been the confident and rumored lesbian lover of Queen Anne, secretly arranged for her favorite granddaughter, Lady Diana I think Spencer.
0: I'm pretty sure that is to
1: marry Frederick, Prince of
0: Wales. Confidant and rumored, not the confident and rumored lover, but the confidant. Did I say confident? Oh, hell no, confidant.
1: Because that's different. I'm sorry, I got so excited about that's rumored lesbian lover.
0: Okay, charlatan. Sorry, so Queen Anne had a rumored lesbian lover. Apparently, who was one of Diana's,
1: right? So, Frederick, Prince of Wales, was George II's heir. Both frequently strapped royal father and son were alleged to have been highly enthusiastic about the match, especially after Sarah Churchill agreed to pay them £100,000 for the privilege of Prince, Prince Frederick, Taking her uh, granddaughter's hand in matrimony, so there is apparently a whole whoo, family system of. From that point onward, Diana's ancestors plotted and waited for the right moment. So there's some supposition that her family, her one of her ancestors, is the uh, the Duchess. That book is about her, uh, Georgiana. Okay. Uh, what's her face? Actress was in it. I am. We'll cut this part.
0: One hundred percent sure that there is an audience for this information, <laughs> and I am one hundred percent sure that that audience is not me. So anyway, I'm glad we have a podcast where you can share this with people who love this information. Dude, I'm such a nerd rabbit hole
1: about this stuff.
0: Does that cover our Royals recap? I think it does. Fucking
1: Nazis. Wallace is kind of a jerk. I probably made her sound better than I should have in the episode. I do think it's sad, though, when you choose your own fate and it's the wrong. I mean, it's your fate, but you kind of choose the wrong path that you're miserable in because of your own. Like, you can't even get out of your own way to find a different destiny for yourself.
0: Well, and a little bit along those lines... So in the in the episode I said Charles got what do You mean?
1: <clears throat>
0: no, Charles got back together with Camilla because yeah. of his grief over the loss of his uncle and that certainly I'm sure played a role, but he also suffered a romantic rejection from
1: the, oh, Amanda. the woman
0: he intended to marry at yeah. that point, which sent him back to Camilla. And so I don't know. Perhaps if Amanda had said yes, then the Camilla thing just would have stayed in the pa- I I don't know I don't or know. you know, hard to say.
1: It's fascinating.
0: But as a as a Mountbatten or a whatever, she's a What what was the last name I said?
1: I closed the Trunchbull. No, not Trunchbull, that's Matilda. Not Natchbull.
0: Natchbull something. Natchbull. Anyway, but as a Mountbatten descendant, she might have worked out better as a as a royal partner, yeah. Um, at least from the queen's perspective, it, right? From the royal, like I think that Diana worked out fabulously from the perspective of everyone who does not live at Buckingham Palace part of the year.
1: <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. Yes.
0: Right up until a car accident.
1: Well, and William and Harry, I think they like her.
0: Yeah. Well, true, true, true. Well, <laughs> and I mean, Sarah Ferguson. I mean, the old generation. I mean, sure. No, she was revolutionary. She
1: was awesome. She really was revolutionary, and and put a. This is a pro
0: Diana podcast. We really are. So we we're team it. Diana. Yeah. Not that she didn't fuck up, but but like... no,
1: we're also team Sarah. I may put it up for one more poll, but I think my season twelve, or I'm sorry, episode twelve, divorce song s- story I wanted to do that I haven't told yet is Sarah Ferguson and Andrew Duke of York. I love it. Here's your secret preview. They're the happiest divorce couple alive.
0: All right, let's wrap this up. Done. Because, you know it's Patreon, and these are trashy tidbits, not full episodes. So let's wrap that up. They're just
1: grocery bags,
0: of. They're little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. They're not like the thirteen gallon size that goes in your kitchen can. They're like the, they're the little like Kroger or King Supers or whatever your Safeway bag
1: uh, would. Louis Mountbatten like to lead us out?
0: <laughs> I died by a bomb. Good no, night. Can't. No, don't.
1: Oh, no. No. I died by
0: a bomb? Jesus Christ, what the hell was that? So he died. He's no. leading us out both of the episode and his life. No. <laughs> you doing a podcast with your wife what the fuck <laughs> no <laughs> and scene Stacey, that that to that
1: stacy you have some breaking news the Roo, about one of our
0: the root is Lou. St- uh, the rudy is loose anyway oh, rudy, rudy giuliani. giuliani jesus christ Fucker. Okay, so he's still going through his shitty divorce. I'm sorry, I think you mean Rudy Giuliani mm-hmm. is a, is a scumbag. scumbag. Um, true story. Anyway, What's, so how's, um, how's
1: he been popping in the in the news cycle? He's
0: just shift around because he just makes me uncomfortable. Um, Rudy Giuliani had a court hearing related to his divorce. They're fighting over from who's Judah G- 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 Nathan. Yeah, Judith, it, okay. Judith Nathan, Judith Giuliani, Judith Nathan, yeah. So they're, they've are they been at this for close to a year now. I think she filed last April. It's March. Now,
1: I'm sorry, can you re- remind me again? Because that was episode one, and we've heard a lot of trashy things. We have
0: heard that. a lot of trashy things. Okay, so... Judy Giuliani
1: and Judith Nathan, that's not Gracie Manchin.
0: No, that was Donna Hanover. So they've... so. Rudy and Judith, not Judy, not Rudy and Judy, because that would be weird. Aww. Rudy and Judith have been married since, I think, 2003. Yeah. 15 years, give or take, uh, a year ago. Was a
1: cigar bar? Yes. yes. She was the farmer girl. Always a... <sighs> Ain't no party so... like a farmer girl party, because the farmer girl party don't stop. Got it. Okay, I'm all caught up. I remember now which yeah. one she
0: is. Go. So, yeah, so they've been married. I mean, she was his mistress during 9-11 mm-hmm. uh, and then his wife during his presidential nothing campaign. nothing going on and, here. Right. My very good friend. Whatever. Um, Anyway, so last April, she files for divorce. Like Kind of do. a shocker. Next. Rudy calls all his media friends like, it's always 50-50 in these divorce things. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Issues on both sides. Whatever. It's just uh, such self-serving bullshit. Because he was having an affair. He's... Yeah,
1: um, Which can. he's
0: apparently still having. With the- oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well. So anyway, they have this court thing. They're fighting over money. There's a house. They they're fighting. They're fighting over stuff.
1: Everything, like people do.
0: But for some reason, in court, Rudy Giuliani, former federal prosecutor, experienced lawyer. NY uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, this piece of shit. He's like apparently just shouting like God damn it and that's bullshit and like I'm just I'm what re- it, like, court testimony. I think he. I don't even think he was on the stand. I think he was you just know, like, like other people on the
1: stand or whatever was being.
0: What a. I think maybe I don't know. He was like yelling at the at his wife's lawyers. Um, oh my god. But I'm pretty sure that like a normal person in a courtroom who just starts shouting profanities. Is gonna be in a lot of trouble with the judge. Yeah, he wasn't in trouble with the judge. Does not appear to have been in trouble with the judge. Really? I mean, the judge, like, went after they, you know, the judge was like, you guys have made this into Gavel a circus. Him down. Yeah, well, he was just disappointed in in the pair of them. Wow. Um, but yeah, as far as, at least from the page six reporting, there was, no, like, it wasn't like, the, this the, is bullshit. The judge didn't threaten him with contempt or anything, which. Like he was clearly acting with contempt. It's just it's like to have the privilege of sure a
1: rich white man.
0: Oh my God, you are just not kidding. I mean, what does if you were any a other rich sex or color white that would have guy never happen in a court? Do yeah. in this country to get in trouble? That Nothing. Brought oh, bribe your, your kid, kid into, into college.
1: college. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's. A yeah. pretty good way to yeah. do it. Okay. So, so there are, there are some rules. <laughs> you know, I heard a neat thing like, not neat, it's trash, but that whole scandal got uncovered because a Yale dad was being prosecuted for like securities fraud or something.
0: Oh, we do go after white collar criminals sometimes. Right.
1: Apparently we do. And he was like, Hey, I know you think I'm a, you know, pretty tasty fish, but hold on. Let me show you where this uh, I heard a thing school uh, dirty dirty fish are hanging out, and let me tell you that you can catch a lot more in your net than just wow. me. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, insane. Was, did
0: it did it not surprise anyone when the Yale tennis team didn't actually have any players? <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't know. I, mean, that's I the don't thing. understand. You <laughs> want your kid in the school? You donate two million dollars into the building fund. These are super rich or the people. Trust. Yeah, like, that's what you do. Like you guys aren't even good at doing this. There are ways that this is done every single day. It's always been done. By people with way more money than you. That like really? Donald Trump was accepted to where the fuck did he go? Penn State or Big Penn, yeah. Jared Kushner.
0: Jared Kushner did not get into Harvard. Did not get into Harvard (laughs) on his own fucking
1: merit. (laughs) Come on. I think his payoff
0: was like two million I think his dad yeah dad. His, his dad gave two million to the school. Yeah.
1: I mean that probably gets your like there is a very long and lengthy historical sure. precedent of how to buy your kids' way into college. It's not pretend they're on the fucking crew team.
0: Yeah, like fun fact about stupid. fun fact about Lil' Kush. Um so Matt Iglesias, the the Vox writer and podcaster, went to Harvard with with Kush, mm, mm-hmm. and I'm not clear on whether he knew him or not, but he's he's occasionally sort of mentioned, like, you know, like he's just not that smart, <laughs> crazy. And that's you know, there's, yeah. Is that
1: all that's happening? And oh no, something else is going on in New York with trashy divorces this week. Tell me about the fucking billboard.
0: Oh, the Maclo, oh. the Maclo thing. So the we Let's div- give everybody gonna... the drop on that. Well, we're gonna. We're going to cover the Macklow
1: divorce next season. Hint, hint. But what happened? Something super trashy happened this week.
0: Like, okay, (laughs) let me see if I can do this in a 60-second nutshell. This is like our New York update, I guess. I guess. guess. So Harry Macklow is a big-time property developer in New York City. One of the most ruthless people alive, apparently. apparently. It wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) But like he's worth a couple billion, right? He's been at this since the 60s. He at one time or another has owned most of New York. Holy crap. The tallest residential tower in the hemisphere is he built it. Yeah, he's a big deal. So in 20, I think in 2016, he comes home to their Plaza Hotel apartment and says to his wife of almost 60 years, hey, Linda, turns out I've got a girlfriend. Had her over at this other building I own, and uh, 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 and I'm out. I want to marry her. Wait a minute. Married for six years? How old is he? Uh, he's 81 right now. How old is the girlfriend? 60-something. Oh, so at least m- Younger. moderately Younger, age-appropriate. But, yeah, she's not, not like 22.
1: No. Okay.
0: No. So, yeah, they've been embroiled in this like really Holy trashy cats. divorce for the last two, two plus years. Yeah. yeah, Looks like it was finally... Finalized, and he got married to the girlfriend. Oh my god! Like a week ago, we got tagged in so much social media when this story hit the New York Times because what he did—what was it, Fifth Avenue? But he hung these like forty-foot tall banners off a building of him and his new wife, just to to taunt his ex-wife, who admittedly made the divorce harder than it needed to be. But on the other hand, why wouldn't she? Like, what possible incentive did she have? To be nice about anything. So it,
1: it. So back in the day when I was doing a lot of training classes, I'd always just like toss out different questions with shit and be like, hey guys, what's the opposite of love? Inevitably, every class answers hate. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. It's indifference. Indifference is the opposite of love and indifference is the opposite of hate. Love and hate are right there together. And they are so finely like threaded in together. I mean, trashy divorces, man. People do amazing and terrible things for love or hate, and it yep. is. There's no lack of material ever that we will have.
0: You know, I think I did see, though, that his ex-wife is going to appeal the divorce ruling. Excuse me? Like, you're divorced. You can't have appeal the divorce ruling. They have a massive art collection because they're that kind of rich. Oh, um, she's a trustee at the, the, the art comes Guggenheim. yeah uh, sure. And she wants to keep the art collection. And every time he does something that pisses her off, she makes a play for the art. Oh, <laughs> like, well. So, after
1: sixty years, you know how to fuck to push somebody's buttons. Yeah, well, that so, is, and I'm just gonna. So toy yeah. With you. So
0: he he got married. You know, like weeks after the divorce decree. So came she's down. going for the Degas. So she's. I guess. Yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Anyway, wow. we're keeping an eye on that one. We're definitely covering it in season two.
1: Definitely. Oh, it's it's a it's a pretty good matchup right now. The matchup that's uh, lined up is pretty good. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. Those were your New York City and Environ's trashy divorces updates.
0: For yeah, the week. if you see Rudy on the street, man, punch. Ask, his ask face. if that guy's okay. Something's wrong.
1: <laughs> I'm like punch his face. That <laughs> I mean Where's the Eggman when you need him? Let's not <laughs> <laughs> cuckoo could chew. The hero we need. Hey y'all. Keep it trashy. Take all the trash candy. Safety third.
0: <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for being our patrons. You guys
1: rock. Bye. Bye. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia,
0: with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at carbonmade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram.